0: This is Hawkside Guns podcast. Hey, what's up guys? We are uh yet again casting during the apocalypse. The world is not ended yet. We are still collecting guns. We are still here. We are still watching and and waiting and looking and in some cases and in, in in others shooting. In some cases collecting and otherwise surviving. It's a little less uh, I guess severe uh, down here in Texas because we're all kind of a little bit more spread out than it is where you are
1: Jake uh, well I mean just the fact that you actually have some place that you can go shooting is it makes me highly jealous
0: that yeah, is true that is true we have a a beautiful beautiful I sent you a picture of it um,
1: yeah exactly hence jealousy
0: yeah uh 750 (laughs) acre ranch where you know no one is that we have access to it's not mine okay so like viewers or or listeners are like what the no 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 no. it's not mine but it is a a friend of ours and we he's like look you know we're stressed at work and stuff's going weird and all that stuff why don't you take friday take the family and go out to the ranch and we'll talk about that on another cast but yeah um we did have some place to go shoot however
1: Well, and I was about to say, I'm the one stuck behind the counter helping people panic buy guns. Oh,
0: my God. Now, see, for those of you not up on this, uh, about the time the whole pandemic thing and uh, the corona gun rush started, Jake started helping out at his local gun shop. I have been like over texts and, and some other things just regaled with all the stories, <laughs> and some of which we just have to tell now we just have to, uh, cause they just keep like the longer we go, the better these things get. <laughs> it's so freaking fantastic, man. How long you been, how long you been running around over there now?
1: Uh, since the end of March. So about a month.
0: Wow, oh, man. That is awesome. Yeah. So what's, what's going on recently?
1: well uh, th- I mean the, the the place to start, you know, just being the fact that we are an election year is the Trump gun. Oh
0: my God, I forgot about that. Yes, yes
1: <laughs> yep uh, it is much to my surprise the Trump guns
0: sold. How the <laughs> hell did that happen? <laughs> like, like well, what it, because, what stars because, had to align for that? Uh,
1: well it, it, and it started with the fact that we didn't have a desert eagle. Of course it did. <laughs> sure, because that's how that has to start. Uh, a woman and her husband came into the store and uh, were looking f- to purchase their first firearm. And when I their uh, first know, they,
0: firearm, the, yes, their, their first fir- firearm,
1: their first firearm, and they each wanted one. So we, but we started with the woman, ladies first. Sure. Um, and I've kind of started, you know, as people come in saying that they're trying to shop for the first gun is I start kind of just talking to them and their, their experiences kind of trying to see where it is that they, they might go. I mean, just as an example, though, I don't have any Berettas. I've got a several, several Beretta clones that are available in the store. So, and I had a gentleman come in and say that he retired from the army a couple of years ago. It, it was easy just to kind of start there because I knew it would be something he was familiar with.
0: Sure. Uh-huh. Makes sense.
1: So so, as I was talking to her, she, I asked her, you know, does she had any idea what it was that she might be looking for? And her first words out of her mouth were desert eagle. Wow. And, uh, I was kind of like, um, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, thankfully, she, she backed up and corrected herself that she was looking for the baby eagle, which is the nine millimeter.
0: OK, well, that's a little different,
1: a little different. But at the same time, uh, it was still kind of a little thrown off. Uh, I didn't have one of those either, uh, and I, <laughs> but I did start talking to her about the possibility of ordering one, either that – whether whether it's the Baby Eagle or – Is the,
0: the is the Baby uh, Eagle – sorry to interrupt, but is the Baby Eagle technically the, the Jericho or and is it... that,
1: and, and that's exactly what I was going to say. The other thing I was telling her that we could look for if we couldn't find the one specifically from Magnum Research is that the IWI Jericho is the same weapon.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought because I've seen the Jericho and people have called it the Baby Eagle, but I think there's a distinction – between those two, right?
1: Not, not many, because they're both, for all intents and purposes, manufactured by the same person. Right. Uh, it's just a matter of who's importing them.
0: Oh, I see. So it's a it's a badging type thing. Y- yeah. Okay. Um, there,
1: are, there, are, there are a few minor cosmetic differences between the two. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there it ain't much. Um. So, but I didn't have one of those. But it was very clear that she was looking for a full metal. Firearm, striker fire. So the only thing I had was a CZ 75 at the time that she walked in. She liked the firearm. What was driving her batshit crazy was the fact that it was a um, limited edition model that had Soviet markings on it.
0: Oh, crap. Yeah, that's not going to. Mm. Yeah. But see, no, I she... love CZ and I don't mind. I own a Russian gun. Yeah, um, which is a bicycle, but I mean it's a shotgun. But I, I mean th- mm, that can uh, uh, now. Did it have Soviet or Russian? Soviet. Ooh, yeah. See, you said this was an older lady. Yeah. Yeah, they, mm, people of the, the the boomers not big Soviet fans. No, no. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It was a beautiful
1: firearm. But the, it, yes, that's that some people were having problems with it. But it was actually interestingly placed in the cabinet because <laughs> it was sitting right next to the oh. Trump
0: gun. Oh, no.
1: The, the Donald Trump 35th president, make America great again, commemorative Glock 19. No. <laughs> and the best part about it was, and God love him, the owner of the store had put them two of them together and called it the collusion package. Oh, God.
0: That is brilliant. That is brilliant. It, it, but hats off and beers up to you, <laughs> sir. This is brilliant. Yep, it was the
1: collusion package. And so if you uh, bought
0: the whole collusion package, did you get like 100, 100 bucks off under the table or something? <laughs> no, I, I, I
1: think it was maybe basically like 10 bucks. because if you don't know, there's not much in the way of markup on firearms. <laughs> so, but, but it, it was just, it was glorious. So, whereas she was complaining about that, her husband looks down at the trump gun and goes "Ooh, what's
0: that (laughs) no (laughs) well
1: i I gave him my standard answer to that one is is that's a uh that's a it's a glock 19 it has what some people will call some cosmetic issues um but at the being said you know it's it's a very functional gen 4 glock 19 you know it's it's a wonderful firearm he's like oh can i see
0: that one Absolutely, you can. Yes,
1: sir, you can. If you want to spend nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars 99 on a Glock 19 that has Donald Trump's face etched into the grip, you are welcome to it, sir.
0: It is soon to be your firearm, my good man. <laughs> and he bought it. Oh, he bought it.
1: <sighs> wow. She, she, they went home with that, and she didn't go home with one that day. She actually came back in a couple of days ago, and I had gotten some of the— uh, uh basically they're manufactured by a company called Gerson. They're the ones who the Turkish military uh, firearms. Yeah, sure, and there's a couple of people out there who have found factories and equipment to and especially since the patent is done with the old Beretta M9, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: they're making clones of them. Taurus makes one, and Gerson makes
0: one. Well, uh, you know it's a fine weapon. I mean it there's nothing wrong with those.
1: Uh, oh no, it's it's absolutely wonderful.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a. I mean I know it lost out and has been replaced now, but there's not a damn thing wrong with a out item 9
1: No, and and the best part about it is is that these are for all intents and purposes clones. You uh, the only thing I think is not interchangeable parts wise between the the three different firearms is the um, the safety system.
0: And see, I don't I don't mind clones at all. I really don't. It's it's a it's a fantastic uh, way to get where well, you're that's going. Act-
1: that's actually a, a little bit about what I've experienced over the past month working in the store. Is my my gun snobbery is is gone away?
0: Yeah, I never had any to begin with. So I <laughs> yeah, mean, I mean,
1: I I was a Sig snob. We know this. Yeah, we, um, this was
0: highly documented. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, and you know, the, I, I have become fascinated with the brand Taurus.
0: I love Taurus guns. I really well,
1: do. I, I, I've always known that Taurus made a worthwhile revolver. I wasn't aware that they were making 1911s until I looked a little bit further into them. Sure are. And and their standard polymer um, uh, stri- striker fire firearm, uh, which started out years ago as the PT-111, was awful.
0: Yeah. Just, just awful. It's, it's not so great. Uh, I'll even admit that. It's not so great.
1: However, their latest version of it, which is the G2C and the G3, are actually now they don't they don't have what I would call the most crisp triggers
0: in them. I don't think Although, I've ever had my hands on the G3.
1: Uh, it's basically just a bigger version of the G2C.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh, Rather I see than, what it, it is. It's, okay. It's a
1: it's a 15 rounder instead of a 12 rounder.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, Looks but it's a sing. Yeah, they do actually look cosmetically nice uh but the thing is is that they are practical firearms that actually work <laughs> <laughs> as i said a pt111 I, I couldn't possibly recommend that to them but ever since they upgraded to the g2c um the, the trigger is is what i would call passable i mean if you're used to shooting something with a very nice crisp trigger it's not going to be the most comfortable thing under the sun for you but i i you know in I ended up coming up with an analogy for a lot of the um, uh, people coming in buying firearms who weren't very brand savvy as far as knowing what was different and what wasn't, and especially also looking at all the different prices of different firearms, most of them being somewhere between four and $600, and then all of a sudden seeing this lowly Taurus over here at 250 bucks. Sure. Uh, and so what I basically started doing is a car analogy. Basically calling SIG and HK, uh, for all intents and purposes, BMW and Mercedes. Smith and Wesson and Glock, those are your Ford and Chevy pickup trucks. And then I come down to the Tourist, and I basically say, this right here is a really, really nice Toyota Camry.
0: Right. No, I'd say that's (laughs) fair.
1: It's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's... If you're looking for snazzy and special, the type of thing that you're going to pull out at the range, and everybody's going to go, ooh, what's that? It's not it. It's not it, but if you're looking for the firearm that will take care of you if you take care of it and not cost you a whole hell of a lot of money, it's perfect.
0: And uh, Taurus is actually pretty pretty good at doing that and hitting that hitting that price point and hitting where it it looks pretty pretty good and it does. Now, I I am of the personal opinion that their revolvers are nothing short of excellent. Oh, and um, I actually own one now. I, uh, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, I, I, am, I wholeheartedly recommend their revolvers. Uh, they are crisp. They are solid. They are immaculately put together, and they're wonderfully featured. So yes. I have zero problem ever, ever recommending a Taurus revolver to anyone. They make some fine, fine firearms. Uh, they're automatics. I really haven't had. To, uh, now I've dealt with some of the the smaller kind of Taurus uh, subcompacts, You know the the you know um, I call them ankle guns. You know, but the yeah. the small ones. Um, uh,
1: and la- and the, the, for the life of me, I'm not even remember what the name is. But they've got I, a little 380 you, that looks like a toy. That,
0: it, that's exactly it. And I've had my hands on. It. I was looking at it when I was looking when I was shopping for a 380, right, for my Bursa. What turned out to be my Bursa. Um, and I had my hands on, and they just, I don't know. They look like a toy. They kind of feel like a toy that it's, it's not, it wasn't for me. I'm not saying it's a crappy firearm. I'm just saying it wasn't for me, but I, I had not had my hands on these G threes or any of the, the, the modern kind of, uh, uh, you know, full medium framed full size guys. Um, especially in the, in the nine, but now
1: but, and, and compared to something like a SIG or an HK or even a Glock or a Smith & Wesson, it feels a little on the clunky side. I won't, I won't deny that. Comparatively speaking, it is a little on the clunky side. But so what?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, no, I mean
1: seriously, if, you're looking, if all you're looking for is a firearm to have in the house to protect your home and, you know, you've decided that you want a handgun, there is it, – It's perfect for 250 bucks it will do exactly that.
0: Does the uh, does the G3 have a trigger mod to it?
1: Uh, it might. I'm not aware if it does.
0: Well, it's, it's they've got a striker guide for the Taurus G3. They've got Taurus G2C with keep uh, keep tinkering trigger update G Okay, maybe not. Uh, well, well,
1: I I I well, I know the main thing that Taurus has been trying to do with their striker-fired firearms is to improve the trigger because and I know I've said it three times now, the the trigger on the PT111 was disastrous.
0: <laughs> it was unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the, Taurus has been in, you know, first of all they they a lot of people give Taurus crap for several things, right? Um, a lot of people blame them <laughs> blame them for the judge, right? But the judge uh, it, is is a, a hell of a it, firearm. It's giant. It,
1: it's well, it's it's also a purpose built firearm.
0: Right. It is. It is built for a specific purpose, and it is also very very good at that purpose. It knocked the sales clean out from under Bond Arms, who who was the only one who started to who really perfected the. Uh, 410 defense round in a pistol right now mm-hmm. in Bondarm's case it's all they're all Derringers right but it makes a hell of a gun um, the, but if you can have five instead of two you know and, and for the same or less money in some cases and in fact a lot of cases um, it is it is a fantastically well done uh, th- but it's the kind of butt of a lot of job. I I laughed at it okay and This is the sure sign that it is going to be not only successful but go down in history as a classic. If, as I make fun of it and don't understand what it's for, um, I will have to eat those words. Not normally more than a year later, uh, which in fact I did. Uh, But because I mean, I I think at the front of this, uh, or you know, when we started this cast, I was making fun of it. Just why on earth would anyone have those? And then I needed one. I was like, "Shit! Uh, Sorry, sorry, y'all, sorry." But I mean they they're kind of the butt of jokes they the people look at some you know in some cases now that's all kind of gone away because they literally it went from joking about it to an industry standard. Um, yeah their revolvers are like I said nothing short of excellent their their automatics though have been viewed with kind of a mixed bag uh, as you mentioned uh, the, the their first kind of offering in that area, did not go well. No, uh, the G2C. Now I have had my hands on a G2C, and while the trigger, it's crunchy, is not great. Okay, it's no. it's really not. Um, the, the the let me give you an example. Okay, the the uh, Bursa, my Bursa Thunder, is not known for a fantastic trigger pull. It's okay. It's fairly long. Uh, if you're going for double action, it's fairly long. Um, single action, pretty. It's is very very workable. It's very serviceable, but it's not what you'd call super crisp. Okay, um, <laughs> that's that's well documented. The G two C was kind of had a hitch in the get along in the middle of that thing, and yes. I didn't like it because it caused me to pull to one side, and it it is I was not very accurate with fire now. Well, that said, I'm it, not very accurate with pistols in general. Well, um,
1: with with most pistols, and actually with most firearms in general, you can usually get yourself to the point where you have your finger just before the break, set yourself, and then squeeze. Right, right. Uh, the, the, the problem with the Taurus the, the um, uh, striker fires is the fact that they are so crunchy that you can't really tell yeah, where that is.
0: You can't really tell, and it causes me to to double jerk it. You know, like like yeah, you you feel you're there, and then you're like, oh, that's uh, okay. I'll just push hard, and then
1: I, I, it's it's actually the same problem I have with a double action trigger, where I can see the hammer because as I'm pulling and watching the hammer, I'm over anticipating.
0: Yeah, the Bursa wouldn't work out well for you, but... <laughs>
1: well, no, I mean, let's put it this way. If I if I cock it into single action, I'm just fine.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that works fine, and the Bursa works great there, too. Yeah, so, I mean, but, it's it's but, not... But a double
1: but, action trigger doesn't... I, I don't do that well.
0: Yeah. Um, now, as, as much as I love Taurus, and I do, I love Taurus, I don't have and probably have not had any longing, desire to buy any of their automatics, even though I... I mean, I heard better things about the GTC. They they didn't have any of the... I was in the market for a 9mm for myself, which turned out to be what what my wife stole and now carries <laughs> as a service weapon. <clears throat> but at the time, <laughs> at the time, uh, I was also looking at the GTC. Now, compared to the Walther CCPM2... Uh, no the, comparison. There's no comparison. The Walther is a a... You know, while you're looking at a camry for for and maybe even a corolla for the g2c the walther is more like a porsche you know Um, Mm -hmm. it's just a wonderfully wonderfully made gun i i always tell people and and I'm big on non-snobbery. I love all kinds of guns. I, I have my hands on all kinds of things. Some things don't work for me. Some things do. But I, I'm not a brand snob because a lot of them, and I'm not picking on anybody either, a lot of people like what they like because it, it feels some need and they, they connect with that, that brand, that gun, that, that that whatever it is, the feel, the grip, whatever. But uh, there's, there's certain parts of, of all kinds of stuff that you get attached to. With Taurus, though, I I always try and tell people like, look, if it sends things downrange in a way that is controlled that you can handle and it fits your price point, what do you care whose labels on the gun? It oh, oh, I mean, it doesn't the, matter. The,
1: the, the statement I've been giving people is is when people say, "But it's a, but it's a, but it's a," is yeah, but it still goes boom.
0: Yeah, that's true, and it will go boom. I mean, these are you're not talking about.
1: Uh, 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 the other thing about Taurus is they have literally the best warranty on the market.
0: Do they? I, you know what? I'm not familiar. Surely
1: totally, and utterly lifetime warranty. If you have a Taurus and you have a problem with it, send it back to them. They will fix it and send it back to you.
0: That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know that. That's probably... You know what? That makes sense because my brother collects Tauruses, apparently. He's got several now. From that first <laughs> time we took him to a show and... I, I, I'm working on that myself. we uh we said we talked about this on the catch from the first time we talked we we uh talked my brother into going on a show with us to find a gun instead of just a a gun shop and and down here it's a little bit different when we were all unlocked and not on lockdown um we'd go to a show and you know there's there's probably i don't know thousands of yeah i
1: i was supposed to have had the opportunity (sighs) to experience
0: this yeah uh and then we all got frozen in place he held a ruger in one hand and a and a taurus in the other and i'll be honest you know where a ruger is quote unquote a slightly more upper end brand you know at least more recognized it's american it's it's all this which by the way taurus is as well it's all they all have miami florida stamped on them where a Ruger is kind of a solid American brand, it's it's sort of like flag waving GMC American truck type stuff, um, or Dodge or something. This is if you're going to go continue with the you know the analogies, the the Taurus just outperformed it in features. It felt more solid. the the cylinder felt you know when it rotated it felt more mm-hmm machined and, and better, you know, the tolerances were tighter. At least they just seemed to be. And there were just flat out more features on it. And it was still like 50 bucks less than the Ruger. And we we're just like, dude, it's a no brainer. Just, just get the damn Taurus. From that moment, he, he fell in love with Taurus revolvers. And, and he's he has a collection. By the way, the other one he's got that he didn't want to tell us about, uh uh-huh. it's a judge. <laughs>
1: Well, um, okay, so the last time we did a cast, we talked about my existential ammo crisis. Yes. Where I suddenly realized the um, fallacy of having only one type of ammo. so you know even though i you know my um, p365 is still my sidearm my p238 is still my ankle gun i have been expanding what i have in the safe
0: all right wait 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 how many since you started volunteer quote-unquote volunteering for gun credit at the gun store how many guns have you accumulated four Oh my god, dude! <laughs> You're as bad as I am now. All right, let's run through. Them. Let's run through. Them.
1: Okay. Well, the first one was is was uh, you know not exactly pertinent to this conversation was the Springfield 45 that we talked about originally. Then I uh, was in the process of ordering myself a judge and a 38 special. Now the judges were not available <laughs> at all and i thought well shit i better have a 40 caliber even though i really don't like 40 caliber and i went oh shit i can spend 250 bucks of uh store credit on a g2c 40 and just put it in the safe and never have to worry about it again and (laughs) just because i didn't spend that much money on it so so i bought one of those
0: (laughs) just to have it
1: just to have it um well I, I told you I was originally going to buy a Glock 27 which I don't really like Glocks but I was going to buy it because I could actually convert it to a nine millimeter instead of a 40 caliber and still play with it and not have to go out and shoot 40 <laughs> yeah. which I don't like um, <laughs> but then I it, but that was going to cost me twice what that G2c was and yeah. I just kind of went yeah, okay we'll just put it in the safe um, it's the only one that's not loaded because I've still refused to buy a 40 caliber Um, uh, Uh uh, some guy came in with, to trade in a Taurus, um, nine millimeter revolver. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's about the same size as a 38 special revolver. And I just kind of looked at it and went, looked at the boss and went, um,
0: was it a nine Oh five? Yes. Yep. Yep. And,
1: and I looked at the boss and just kind of went, um, yeah, how much is that going to – and he, he sits there and goes, well, you know, your employee. I'll give you I'll, – I'll take exactly what I gave him for it. And I'm like, okay, what was that? He's like, 150 buck, bucks." And I went, sold.
0: Sold, yeah. <laughs> Just pull, go ahead and put my name on it. I'll dump it in the car here in a minute. <laughs> and the last
1: one is I finally uh, caved into purchasing something for aesthetic reasons and bought a, uh, a, a officer-style 1911, but from Taurus.
0: Man, you went full-on Taurus, man. Uh, and that's what I said.
1: It's just kind of like one of those things, like, I went from a month ago absolutely despising the brand to now I have several. <laughs> and a thirty-eight Special should be, Revolver should be showing up for me next week.
0: I am going to make a collector out of you <laughs> yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're halfway there, Chief.
1: Um, I, I, I am going to get a judge when the, uh, when they eventually come off of back order. The other thing I ordered off of back order, and this one's going to be on back order for a long time because it was even on back order before the crisis. Um, which is, uh, if you didn't know, Henry created the big boy X, which is their polymer tactical out uh, lever action, uh, rifle.
0: Those are, those are tough to find
1: yes those we are have tough a, to find we actually have a 44 magnum on the wall but that's not the one i want <laughs> i want, i want the 357 38
0: special honestly you know if you now i have a 44 mag marlin yeah all right i love it and it's and it's a wonderful rifle it is it is fantastic in every way i personally probably would have taken the 357 38 myself if i'd have had a choice right now i stumbled yeah. across it and it wound up being with parts like 75 bucks okay so yeah i mean for a seven and it looks fantastic I, i'm not sure if i posted a picture of it before but it looks fantastic it's got yeah. mismatched stock and foreign but it was great the 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 henrys which have come back with total vengeance, uh, here in the last, you know, couple of years. Um, people love the Henry. They, they love the Henry golden boy. Um, they, they love Henry rifles. Henry rifles were, were fantastically made. They had a great reputation. Uh, they were interesting. They were rugged. They were excellent. The, the thing that, that they finally figured out, is the the same way Bond Arms said, you know, there is a niche for people who want to buy Derringers. Uh, Henry came through a couple of years ago, as you well know, um, and said, you know what, we're going to make the lever action cool again and popular and again. And, and they made... sure as hell did. I mean, absolutely. It's and it's sort of like a you know a high tide raises all boats. You know, the Marlins and and some of the other still lever actions that are fine rifles have been getting getting kind of up there in value because people have remembered that lever actions are cool. Right. And you can do all right. kinds of cool stuff with them.
1: But not only that, as, as people get worried about whether or not the government's going to take away the semi-automatic rifles, the lever actions will still be there.
0: Right. I mean, cause it's, and, and, it's it's real tough to argue with that, you know? I mean, and, and I don't really think the government will take away the automatics, oh, but
1: n- neither do I. But it is a the, the but it, it is, it's, a, it's a panic button.
0: It, yeah, it's a panic button and it is a concern for some people. And Henry, now, I'm a big fan of of Henry right. Now, I don't own one cuz they're wildly expensive and everyone takes care of them and oh. I'm taking full
1: advantage of the fact that I now pay employee price right
0: uh, and and it is I, you can't find one cheap you cannot find a Henry rifle in working condition that is inexpensive right they I, I go to the store uh, or, you know gun stores and and shops and and shows and it's real tough to find one that's not going for seven eight nine dollars. Well,
1: the the uh, the one that I w- am am ordering the MSRP on it is is nine ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, um, they're going for uh, the actual retail that they're going for is somewhere around seven eighty.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, and and it's and... and I'm taking full advantage <laughs> of employee pricing. <laughs> and Henry did a very intelligent thing, in my personal opinion. They did a very intelligent thing. They came out with the model everyone remembered the gold receiver, the yep. walnut stock, and then they started messing with it. Hey, you want a synthetic stock? You want one with a Picatinny on top? You want one with a Picatinny on bottom? You want one that's, you know, like blacked out? Here you go. We can do all of that. Oh, no, we'll still do the Henry Classic Golden Boy. But if you want, <laughs> if you want something really neat, Take a look at this. And that's the one you bought. Like well, the, the big it, boy X, if I'm not mistaken, is the synthetic stocked it, black top yeah Yeah.
1: I mean, they they went so far they put. Uh, in, have you ever seen fiber optic sights on a lever action rifle before? I have not, but no, no. but and, and I'm just looking down. I'm going, dude, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but but that's that's that's, you know, by the time that one actually comes in, it, it's probably going to be my Christmas present to myself.
0: Yeah, I mean, with especially with all the factories having to try and ca- you know, catch up after yeah. everybody gets back from pandemic stuff and you get everything rolling back in and it, it's it's going to be a little while before they they are start truck shipping all these guns you know uh, there's there's not there's not a huge supply of them laying around in a warehouse somewhere there no. this is not this is not it's you know it's not like Remington going well I don't know we got a warehouse full of 870s I suppose we could let some of those go it's not like
1: one of those well, I mean, let's let's put it this way: the the more popular Glocks, like the the 19s and the 17s, are gone. Yeah, you you literally can't get one right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's I there's mean, not. You any.
1: you can you can get some of the the other less well known, less popular versions of things, but those two are gone.
0: Yeah, and good luck. And and when the shows open up, everybody's going to be doing weird stuff. And but the the stuff that everybody thought they were going to have or thought. Oh, yeah, let's, I'll just go buy one of those. No, you won't. It's gone. I mean, if you think about it, like, if you're shopping for something now, you're on a waiting list, you know, for something super popular. Uh, it does not surprise me that Henry is one of those things. Uh, there's 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 quite a few desirable Henry rifles, and the uh, the Big Boy X is just a beautifully done. I don't normally like, as you know, I don't normally like synthetic stocked yeah, rifles and shotguns but still even then that thing's just pretty oh it, yeah it just i is. mean I,
1: I mean literally knowing that i want the 357 38 special and the whole idea is you can go and shoot 38 special without it having to count dollars every time you pull the trigger <laughs> um you know and then load it with 357 like you normally would for a pistol of having target ammo and you know self-defense ammo um the, the I have had to stop myself from buying the 44, I, I, and it's, it's just kind of like, no, 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 it's not the one you want. Be patient, relax, it's okay. The OCD will hold over; you'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, and I, like I said, the only reason I have a 44 is that's the one that presented itself cheap, and I don't regret buying it because it's a hell of a rifle, and it doesn't really oh. kick at all. I mean, it kicks less than or about the same as a .30-30, which is nothing. Yeah. Um it's it's a rifle. You got to remember it's a rifle, not a pistol. Like 44 pistol kicks like a mule. A 44 yep. rifle doesn't hardly really kick at all. And it's a it's a very different experience when you got two hands on the damn thing and it's got a big long barrel and it's got a lot of weight to it and it's it's just beautifully handled. I honestly like you would have preferred a 357. Because uh, that's it's cheaper to shoot. It's it's just you know the caliber's a little bit smaller. The range is probably a little bit smaller. But damn, that's neat. You know,
1: like you know, at the end of the day, if I'm trying to catch somebody at a thousand yards, um, I'm having a bad day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything I do is under hundred twenty, under hundred, under hundred twenty for sure, under hundred for most. I'd say 90% of the time, 9 out of 10 times, it's under 100 yards for anything I need to do. Because, honestly, I can't see farther than that anyway. (laughs) I mean, I'm 40-something years old, man. My eyes aren't that. that, uh, Yeah, I haven't got that kind of range anymore. But. Well. um,
1: Oh, no. Chip, Go ahead. Sorry.
0: No. But all I'm saying is, but this, for for what I would do with it, under 100 yards, iron sight, maybe a small little scope on it or something like that. A 357 or a 44 pistol round will do just fine out of a rifle barrel. Oh, absolutely, just fine for whatever you need to do. Oh, but but I'll,
1: age leads me into my next story, and it's not as much firearm as it is age. <laughs> I mean, you, you get a lot of uh, funny things when you read people's uh, applications, and it's not like I'm, you know, creeping on anybody. I'm just looking at the applications to make sure that they're filled out properly before I give them over for the background check. Sure. Um, first of all, why do you freak out if you get denied a firearm on a background check? If you did something that's going to get you denied, you know you did it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, there was that felony back then. I forgot about exactly. that.
1: Exactly. So are, I mean, are you gonna? Are you thinking that maybe they're gonna forget? The other day, and it just it once again threw me into another existential crisis. You can tell I, I do that a lot. If you can tell, <laughs> um, there was a gentleman who came in who I could have sworn was our father's age. Old, gray, grizzled, missing teeth, uh, bald, and I don't mean just kind of like uh, a receding hairline. Or even shaved head. This man had lost his hair. <laughs> Guy filled out his applications. I went to make a, a copy of his uh, driver's license, looked at it real quick, and went, holy shit, this man's a year younger than I am. Wow. <laughs> wow. I I felt, so, I'm, I was it just kind of like, uh, uh, holy, please tell me I do not look that
0: Old. Meth is a hell of a drug. You know? It was awful. Uh, yeah, you either go one of two ways with that, like, oh, or you know, I am doing okay. I am doing pretty okay. You know, <laughs> this is my competition. I am doing all right.
1: Uh, it, it, yeah, it, it was it was rough. And then we have the politicized one that happened last week. Politicized. Oh yeah, we had a gentleman come in who was – now, as we get to the story a little bit more, you'll understand why I phrased it this way – gave every appearance to being an African-American gentleman. Okay. Okay. He filled out his paperwork, and as we were about to kind of start running it, he looked into this and went, you know, I, I didn't know this was going to take as long. I thought it was one of those things where you filled out the paperwork and had to wait five days and um, – you know, I got to go to work. Can I, can I leave this with you and you guys can do it and I, you can, I can come back tomorrow? And it was kind of like, yeah, that's not a problem. That's fine. After he left, we looked at his application, and under ethnicity, he had checked off white. Okay. Well, we, we just, as I said, he gave every appearance of being of African-American descent. You know, uh, he was of extraordinarily dark complexion. So we thought, oh, darn, he, checked he the must wrong have box. checked the wrong box, right. and, um, you know, we'll get him when he comes back yeah. in tomorrow. You
0: can't change it for him, but you can't say, no. mm, you know, maybe you should check it. Maybe you should do this again.
1: <laughs> when we questioned him, he lost his ever-loving mind. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And the worst part about it, because he's like, well, how do you know what I identify as?
0: It's not what you identify as, it's like you're just like what you well, are you know? but, but see, the thing
1: is is that that's what we were kind of thinking, you know and it was kind of like, well, you know well, the part that made it very, very difficult was the fact that he didn't want to stop and listen because nobody was about to tell him that he couldn't be white if he wanted to be white. I mean, <laughs> but the problem is is that we don't answer to him, we answer to the a t f right. You know, we are licensed by the ATF. We have to do things by their rules, not by social justice rules. And oh, it's not, and,
0: and, and it's and it's not optional. Was this guy of the millennial generation, the Gen X or Boomer?
1: Uh, Gen X. Okay.
0: Well. All
1: right. Um, but and that's so. Really, all we were trying to tell him was: is if you give us a few moments, we then we just need to contact the ATF and make sure this is cool. Um, because quite frankly, it's you know it's it's a federal offense to do those things wrong.
0: Yeah, you you don't want to and, lie on one of those. But but he didn't
1: want to listen to us. Now, at the at the worst part about it is is that not even the worst part about it, maybe the best part about it is when it was all said and done, he was you know shown as being correct. Uh, state of Delaware does not have ethnicity on the driver's license or IDs that we that we issue, so. Quite frankly, the rule is that the application has to match the identification. Right. So if there's no statement on the identification of race, it doesn't matter what he checks on there. If he wants to check that he's white, he is every bit welcome to do so. We just wanted to confirm that, and he didn't want to hear that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I bet not. I bet you that was a little sensitive.
1: Uh, it, it was. Now the the end result was actually just fine. He stormed out and left after videoing us telling us how he we were uh, disturbing his rights and how he was going to put us on YouTube. So if you see me on YouTube, that's why. Um, but uh, after the uh, the owner did in fact speak with the ATF and called him and said, "Look, you are correct, you know, but at the same time, uh, you know, and I'm sorry that you were." Unhappy, But once again, we answer to a federal agency on this, not you as a citizen.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to you got to make sure everything's all right. And, and man, so, so, so that,
1: that was an in, that was an interesting one.
0: Yeah, I bet but, you that's a com- conversation, too. Well,
1: it, it's it's an uncomfortable conversation. But not only that is you're going to scream, yell and get belligerent in a place in which you're the only one who's unarmed.
0: Logic dictates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because quite frankly, though, this whole conversation he had was with the the owner of the store. I was standing off to the side, and if he had in any way, shape, or form tried to come over that that counter, he'd have been dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, But not that I would have liked the fact that I had to do that, but I would have.
0: It's like, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) Remember where you are. Exactly. And you can be upset, and, and you know, it's it's all that, but uh, you, man. And, and see, there's there's sensitive stuff in there. Uh, I've seen people resent the hell, uh, even, especially at gun shows, right? You'll get a lot of, uh, down here, you'll get a lot of people who uh, do not speak English uh, at a gun show, and they are not legalized citizens. And they try and fill it. Now, some of the... Because it's, it's quote-unquote, the gun, the gun show loophole, right? You can have a private citizen selling to another private citizen at a gun show. And yes. There's no paperwork involved. Um, I have a
1: fun one about that when you're done.
0: <laughs> and, and that's fine. I mean, it's still legal, and, and a private citizen can sell a firearm to another private citizen. You can It's legal. Not a damn thing anybody can do about it. But a lot of the people or a lot of the vendors at a gun show Uh, When, again, we had those, uh, (laughs) uh, a lot of the vendors there, I'd say many, if not most, are dealers of some sort, and they have an FFL.
1: In which case, they have to run a background check. They
0: have to run a background Federally, you must run a background check. Like you said, it's like it's not you, it's not them, it's the ATF, and you must do the thing, and there are certain rules with that.
1: And, and one of the things I've figured out up here is the, the rule of a private seller selling to a private human being. Um, you you can do that up here, but you still have to go to an FFL to do the transfer.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, see, down here, you don't have to do that. yeah uh, <laughs> You can sell it all day long. It's, it's fine. In the confines of a gun show in the state of Texas, if you have a private seller selling to another seller or selling to another um, uh, private citizen, you can do it all day long. And if you go outside in the parking lot, there's the same difference. It's in Texas. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Um, now, what's fun is if you are a private citizen selling to a dealer, the rules change, right? Because they got to paper trail the hell out of all that stuff. So, yeah you'll find a lot of, of private sellers at a gun show will not sell to a dealer even if you um, and the dealer can't buy them as a private citizen if you've got an FFL he can't do that he's got to buy if he's got an FFL and he's at a gun show even if he's a private citizen he stepped away from the booth he's just you know John Smith whatever he can't go to another uh, vendor and buy a gun without doing the paperwork with it you know, you're, you're kind of wrapped up with that. So that's an interesting thing. Um, but there's – you'll see these guys, and they, they don't speak English. They do not have – they're not nationalized citizens and stuff. And when you run the background check, that is one of the things, you know, like, are you a United States citizen? You know, mm-hmm. and if the answer is no, <laughs> you may not have a good background check because uh, there mm-hmm. is – no documentation. Exactly. And if there's no documentation, at least in the state of Texas, I don't know how it works where you are, if there's no documentation that can be followed, you ain't getting a gun.
1: Exactly here. In fact, in fact, if you check off the fact that you're not a United States citizen and cannot give us also your identification as being the fact that you're in the sitting you know, your green card for all intents and purposes. Yeah, I done. know there's other I know there's other ways of doing it besides a green card, but we, we also require your green card. If you don't have it, we won't even bother running it.
0: It's like, well, you're done doing the paperwork. We might as well not yeah. do this no, I thing because it's we're... yeah. I
1: mean, it, the, the questions that go down the side of the paperwork, you know, it, quite frankly, if you don't answer them correctly, we're not going to run your background check because you're not going to pass.
0: Right. We know, it's, that. and
1: it's an absolute waste of time. Um, it, and it's funny because there's some of them that I have a, think, a spiel I give people one right before I hand them the piece of paper. And it's kind of like, okay, I am not allowed to help you answer any of these questions. However. I need you to fill out the entire front page of this. Each one of these questions, please read them very carefully. There are things in bold, and they're in bold on purpose. Mm -hmm. That's the only information I'm allowed to give anyone, and that actually does get a little bit on the frustrating side. Legally, I'm not allowed to help anybody fill out their form. Uh, So we've run into things from people who just don't have as well of an education background to the point where they don't read very well. And have had difficulties with it. And usually what I'll do is if I see them make a wrong check, I'll take the paper from them and say, okay, I'm going to take this from you. I'm going to give you another one and ask you to restart. And I'm going to remind you, please read the questions carefully. <laughs> and then if they do it again, I just tell them, I'm sorry, I can't sell you a firearm. Yeah. The it's... one that's actually even more frustrating is the people who speak English but don't read it.
0: Yeah, I've seen that.
1: And the funny thing is, is that they, they've been using Google Translate. Which is awesome, other than the fact that the if, person who had a green card checked off the fact that he was not an alien. And I said, Well, if you have a green card, you are. And he went, Oh, I thought you meant like aliens. I'm like, oh Surely my God. not. <laughs> surely not. Well, that's what Google Translate told him it was.
0: Oh, no. You, no, I'm from Earth. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. I didn't know what to
1: say. I looked at me and said, no, I'm pretty sure we know that you're not one of those. na <laughs> knew, I, knew. I that was, I was just like, I, I he was like, well, that's what, to say. that's what it's supposed to be. I was kind of like, oh, my God.
0: No. Oh, God. You know, and I I get that it's super frustrating and and there's a lot of stuff in Texas that is relaxed, right? There's there's a lot of things that maybe uh, are a little bit different than than some other states and everything, but buying a firearm is not one of them. We're very clear on the rules down here and <laughs> the, I there's a lot of people because we live close to a border to another country, okay? I'm not it's it's simply a fact that we do uh, mm-hmm. we see a lot of people who were not born here, uh, purchasing firearms. And, and when your 21 uh, year old son, and this is, and this is a problem, right? Because you like one of the things on the, one of the questions on a background check and I'm pretty sure they're the same all over is, are you the one purchasing and intending to buy the firearm? You can't. You, Give it to anyone else, or anything. it's actually
1: it's a, it's actually question number one,
0: right? Are you is this you? So when you have a and and they're stupid enough to tell you that yeah, I'm buying this for my dad because he's not a citizen. It's like, you well, know, then the, I
1: can't sell it. Well, to and you. the dealer's <laughs> like,
0: son, you just cost us all a sale, okay. Like <laughs> now, I can't give you this gun, no matter what you do or how you pass the background check, because I know it's not you who's going to have it. That's stupid, you know. I mean, and, well,
1: uh, and I think I mentioned this last time. My other favorite one is the guy who told me that while the background check, he was going to go outside for a smoke, and when he came back in, I told him, no, I can't sell you a firearm." And he went, "What do you mean?" I said, "Because I didn't know that's what you meant by smoking." <sighs> mm-hmm. Dude, (laughs) (laughs)
0: like I spell it on you.
1: And the the funny thing is, is that it is one of the questions on there as to whether or not you are a user of marijuana. And the thing and then people go ask, well, it's legal in the state of Delaware. And it's like, yes, it is legal in the state of Delaware. It is not actually technically legal by federal law,
0: though, which is what you're filing
1: for. And the ATF is a federal agency.
0: There take a dim view on us selling (laughs) guns to that, you know. And and that's that's the I mean like you you've really gotta I'll give you an example of one I screwed up or almost screwed up. I was buying a, a shotgun I can't remember what it was. I was at Cabela's, right, and it's one of the the couple of guns that I've ever bought at Cabela's. It was a super good deal. It was a beat to hell eight seventy, and I was I was buying it because I really wanted some of the parts on it. To be honest, I think it was like one hundred and ten or fifteen bucks. Had a big, you know, uh, like this is not a great gun, you know, sticker on it, and I, you know, I'm I'm doing the thing and I'm filling it out and everything, and I, my last name has an apostrophe in it. All right, naturally, it has an apostrophe in it. Now, I get mail with it without an apostrophe and with an apostrophe. I have government documents sent to me with an apostrophe and without an apostrophe. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Except on a fire, and I forgot. All right, I forgot, and I put the apostrophe in it. Now, my driver's license does not have an apostrophe in it because the state of Texas doesn't do apostrophes on driver's licenses. And your, and your FFL form actually has to match your driver's license, what I found out the hard way this week. Right. So when the guy looked at it, he looked at my license, and he just his shoulders just, oh, damn it. All right, sir, I am going to ask you how to spell your name because this form and this license don't match. Is your driver's license correct? Yes, it is. He goes, that's the right answer. I need you to tear this up. I need you to fill out your form. (laughs) Like, oh, shit, I put the apostrophe in it, didn't I? He goes, yes, you did. Like, yep, 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 let me get another one. Here, I'll fill it out. Here, let me do it again. And it cost me another 20-minute round tripper to get the damn form filled out and do the whole thing again. Um, They're very particular about that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, I can get through one of those forms in about five minutes now.
0: Oh, yeah, I can too now. Now, I mean, this was years ago. Um, I know what to do now. <laughs> it's like, look, however my driver's license is, that's how it's going to be. Um, and then the driver's license is right anyway. But, um, you know, when they ask you, and it's one of the stupidest things I've seen people do. Like, they're going to buy a firearm, and I see it all the time. Like, I go to Cabela's to get ammunition because I, I need all kinds of ammunition for all kinds of gun. I got all kinds of stuff. And you'll see it. You'll they'll be at the counter filling it out, and they're like, uh, "Is this your current address?" And they're like, "Oh no, I moved about three months ago." And I'm like, "Ooh, chief. and you are not getting a firearm. You ain't today. getting a gun today,
1: homie." <laughs> Actually, that that one's been a, a, an easy one for us. We've had several of those because it's kind of like, "Okay, your address doesn't match up with your driver's license." Oh, is that a problem? Yes, because technically, yeah. you do not have a valid driver's license at the moment. Right. So. Uh, thankfully the DMV is about three quarters of a
0: mile down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Go down there. (laughs) Have them fill this out. Yeah. Yeah. I I can imagine. I can imagine that's a tough one.
1: (laughs) And, and, and and I I guess the only part where I start getting frustrated with all of this is, you know, as you, as you, we've all seen, you know, at the end of the day, most of the stuff is actually rather amusing. Um, but the thing, the part that gets frustrated is, is then when the people very similar to our aforementioned, you know, customer who wanted to check off what he wanted to on the box, they get mad at
0: us for this. Yeah. Yeah. It's your fault somehow.
1: It, yes. And it's kind of like, look, I, I, I didn't do it. I didn't make the rules. I simply am required to follow them. We want to sell you the gun. <laughs>
0: exactly. <sighs> Now we can't. (laughs) Like this shit's costing us a sale and you a gun. I'm not happy about it either. But again, responsible gun ownership and selling begins with following the rules that we have all maybe not agreed, but uh, elected to follow you know, and been directed and, and, uh, uh, set down as forth as law. We now have to do that. If you're a responsible gun owner, this is what you have to go through. And I, I totally think that some rules are a little bit odd and some rules, honestly, really, we should probably be following. Yeah. You know, Uh Um, like uh, there was a, a suggestion the other day, um, uh, it was I was on a, a call with a bunch of my uh, uh, coworkers and we were one of them had tried to buy a gun and uh, it did not go well and she was very upset you know cause she's like oh these it's just a good old boy club and they have all these rules and crap I'm like no 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 those are federal rules first of all second of all um, you didn't. Research any of this you didn't look into any of it you didn't you know try you you had believed some of the hype you had heard that it was extremely easy to buy a firearm i promise you there are things that are are you know no goes you know and you ran into like two or three of those and it's like
1: and and it also is as we discussed different in every state yes
0: absolutely I mean, I
1: I live in Delaware. We actually are one of the easier states in which to acquire a firearm, but we don't live in what they what I guess the media would call gun culture here. Yeah, I do. But um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, as I said, I'm using the media's term, not mine. sure. Um, We also are smack in between two of the most difficult states in the union to get a firearm. So. A lot of people don't necessarily recognize what the rules are. You've got people who are, A, coming from out of state thinking they can buy a gun easier in Delaware. It's like, no, unfortunately you can't because I can't sell you one. You have to go back to your own state. I mean I can sell it to you. I can sell it to you, but I still have to send it there. Right. you know, uh, people who then who are from our state who are sitting there going, you fill out the background check and go, what, you're going to give me a call in five days? It's like, no, it's going to take about 15 minutes, and I'll, if you pass, I can send you home with it right now. Right now. Hang out for <laughs> about 10 minutes,
0: you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you may get a delay, in which case I have to call you tomorrow, but um, that's another funny one. Um, we've noticed an absolute trend, and we are convinced, convinced, especially with the volume of background checks that have been going through. That right around shift change at the ATF, somewhere right around, you know, five o'clock to six o'clock in the evening, that someone, somebody's supervisor has looked at them and said, okay, you have to finish up those list of background checks then you can go. And somebody's just basically hit the delay button. Delay, 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 <laughs> delay, 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 delay. <laughs> worry about it tomorrow. I'm done. Okay, now at six o'clock, you guys can start up because I swear we get so many delays between five and six o'clock in the evening. It's kind of like that's, it's exactly somebody's just going to hit the delay button and going. Nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> worry about it tomorrow. Worry about tomorrow. Worry about tomorrow. Worry about tomorrow. Time to go
0: home. Bye. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's now see, I'm normally buying a gun at around 10, <laughs> 10 in the morning. So it's really not a problem for me, but, um, it's There, <laughs> That would not surprise me at all. Uh, But like you're saying, um, if you have a felony on your record. You know you do. You know you do. Now, this girl had a felony on her record, and she's like, but it had nothing to do with guns. It was just a DUI. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure that's another question on the (laughs) – Actually, that, that one, it, it,
1: there is something that basically it's the, the marijuana question. Are you an abuser of marijuana or alcohol? And I think that if you have a DUI that's going to pop up and say, well, we think they're abusing it.
0: Well, and that's and that's the thing. But she didn't have one. She had six. So oh, uh, God. they're they're probably going to take a dim view of that, you know, and they did, you know, um, and it, it's like, look. Yeah, it's just, these rules are just stupid. Why don't we just make new rules? I am like, look, I would totally agree that some of these rules are are, but um, on the other hand, you know, I am in full favor of you should everyone should have a license.
1: Oh um, y- yes, I, I mean, I, I I personally think they should be treated just like automobiles.
0: Yeah, you know, I am licensed to drive a car because I went through some training and I mm-hmm. understand that there there is risk and and all kinds of stuff with it. Um, I would have no problem with a licensing program. Uh, this this doesn't bother me at all now uh, you'll get a lot of diehard guys who who you know would would have issue with that and I understand that that point of view too again I'm in from Texas they they take a dim view on any kind of licensing down here uh, but uh, there, there is a certain thing in place and you need to Understand those rules. You need to understand what it is you're doing. Buying a firearm is not like buying. Um, I I hate to use the analogy, but it's not like buying cough syrup, as has been suggested mm-hmm. by certain members of media. Um, it's not like that. <laughs> okay, there's. You can't. It's very difficult to kill somebody with cough syrup. Okay, it can be done, but <laughs> you're, it'd be easier to brain them over the head with it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 very different and it's a very different scenario. And I think the, the more people are educated on this and the more people who are experiencing it and going through it and understanding it, the better off we are. Um, I still think that uh dave chappelle had it right if you want to really change the rules now this is a little bit out of context but if you really want to change the <laughs> rules everyone in america should buy a registered firearm <laughs> then you're gonna get some rules <laughs> and it's gonna be like whoosh uh, uh and
1: and we may be there right now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah because there's been a ton the corona gun rush is real okay <laughs> uh, yes
1: it is
0: it is real, and uh, I am I am looking forward to what's going to happen afterwards because I think there is going to be a lot of cheap guns for sale. <laughs> uh, it,
1: yeah, it's definitely going to be a buyer's market. Yeah. Um, but the my other favorite one, and then this is kind of like the the last of the uh, funny stories I have of uh, customers in the gun store was the young lady who, in the process of filling out the form, looked up at me and went, "If I was in a mental institution, does that count?" <laughs>
0: Yes, it does. Don't tell me that. You mean hypothetically, or?
1: <laughs> I said, read the question. She's like, "What do you? What does that mean?" I said,
0: "Read, read the, the question.
1: question." And she goes, "What does adjudicated means? I means that means the judge told you you were going to be in the mental institution." She's like, "I don't think so."
0: Wow. <sighs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Enjoy your enjoy your AR-15, madam. <laughs> well, actually,
1: uh, and I'm sure our listeners will be comforted to hear that she did not pass the background check.
0: That's shocking, sir. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> Who'd have thought?
1: <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about, and then uh, I know that you've got uh, uh, your daughter's first time shooting actual firearms um, is uh, my 1911. Because yes. I would like your help with this. When people looked at me and went, I never thought of you as a 1911 guy. My response was, this is going to be my nerd gun.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait.
1: Uh, well, I, you saw pictures of it. Yep. It's the the, um, the the grips on it right now are your basic uh, average everyday, I think they're even imitation wood, <laughs> um, uh, brown uh, grips. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the the frame is black and the um, slide is Cerakote white and I'm thinking Imperial arms
0: oh my god that's awesome
1: uh, so my hope is is that I can send you a couple of grip plates and that you'll carve them for me of course okay so I have questions then and it is you know I figure we can go ahead and do this so that and I'm sure not everybody is gonna try to call up and send you grip plates but maybe they will Um but also this will kind of help people who are wondering how to do maybe some of this stuff for themselves, uh, some of the answers to some of my questions. So I want black grip plates. Mm-hmm. I have had a very, very difficult time finding like ebony wood blanks.
0: Yeah, that's going to be tough for you. The... Uh,
1: okay, okay so, so it's not just me.
0: No, um, the best answer honestly, is to dye them black. So get something like walnut or, or something like that that's gonna accept dye very well or, or cheap uh, uh, cheap scales, whatever whatever you want to do, and then uh, take wood dye, not stain, but dye and dye them black. Okay. And it's, and, it, yeah, a and, can of dye is wildly expensive. I think it's like three bucks, you know, for the ooh, amount that we're going to do and, for need. Uh, you, you get like a little jar of it. It's fine. It sounds awful. Yeah. No, it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. thing. Okay. <laughs> it slows Love the that. whole carving process down by at least, you know, like a day.
1: Oh, um, it's awful. <laughs> um, Well, actually, the worst part about it is is that actually answers my entirely long list of questions. You just made that real simple, damn it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, the, a lot of times uh, any of the crazy colors you see that are actually wood scale grip or, you know, wood uh, uh, sides or, or wood grip scales are, are dyed. They'll use mm-hmm. a wood dye. So what they'll do if, if, if it's dark and they want to go lighter color. So like you'll see a lot of walnut scale grips um, or walnut scales go uh, like light purple or light blue or something like that. What they do first is bleach them and then dye them. So you lighten them up and then dye them to oh, whatever okay. color it is, and the dye and the bleach is is also wildly expensive. I think it's like eight bucks. Um, I have some, and you just you dye them and then let them dry out, and then uh, or uh, bleach them, let them dry out, and then dye them, and then recondition okay. the wood to put the nutrients back in it. You're good. Awesome. Yeah. So you can get any color you want, really.
1: Okay. Well, that works. Can all this stuff be found on Amazon? Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because
1: uh, I was just gonna, I was just gonna Amazon it down to you.
0: Yeah. No, that's all fine. Uh, it's okay. it's all good. There's uh, because there, a lot of that stuff, and especially with custom gun grips and stocks and everything, like my daughter wants a uh, she. Now we recently had to sell it because of the whole uh, didn't have to, but the the Corona gun rush. Um, somebody was looking for a break open four ten, and I had one left and uh it was it, it was park and i it was gray park and my daughter had me diet like cherry red <laughs> you know for the, the uh, fore end uh, in the stock and
1: i'm sure you're basically explaining daddy can do this again for you it's yeah. okay <sighs>
0: oh yeah she's <laughs> like ah it's all right dad you know what she's you know the oldest has gotten to the point where she understands like at least around our house, as long as you don't want something new and you're willing to wait a little for it, Dad can pretty much find you whatever the hell it is you want and <laughs> make it look like whatever the hell it is you want. So, in this case, if you wanted another break open 410, although this time she wants a black barrel, not a parkenized barrel because she's starting to like the black stuff <laughs> um, or heavily blued, uh, she's like, Can hmm. we stain it like, or can we dye it like blue and then can I have you carve penguins in it? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why anybody would want that, but yeah, absolutely, Daddy, can do that. It's not a hey, problem.
1: Hey, if you want penguins on your gun, damn it, you can have penguins on your, penguins your gun. Penguins
0: you shall have, child. Uh, sweet, then we can sell that gun. It's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm giving it to this lady, and she's like, that's a colorful stock. <laughs> I'm like, yep, hey, look, you don't have to buy it if you don't want to. No, 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 I'll take it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, you can. To all I have to say, you can you can get a gun stained whatever you want. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. Thank you guys for listening to the show. We've got more coming. Uh, please do your background checks, get some education, and uh, support your local gun dealer. Buy lots of guns. We'd love to hear and see what you've got. And as always, thanks for listening. On behalf of Jake Bonner and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.